Hello and welcome to this Thursday episode, main topic episode of In The Can Podcast. As always, I'm Devin and I'm with James, Tom, and Chris. And today we're going to be jumping into a topic that is all about actors and actresses. We either love or hate. <laughs> and because Chris is coughing and I'm coughing throughout the day, I'm going to pass it over to James to run this one. <laughs> no. Cool, then I'm going to pass it over to Tom. No, All right. So, uh, yeah, actresses or actors that we love and hate. We're, I think we decided on two apiece. I'm going to try to do one actor, one actress, one actor, one actress, but I'm running out of actresses I hate. So. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't, uh, I found the same thing. I don't, I don't hate many actors. Like, I can't think of many actors I might hate, but on the flip side, I also can't think of many that I might love. Yeah. So that's, that's a problem I had, though. There's I, a couple I had easy time with. I can think of some that I love, but I don't necessarily know if I love them more than people I really want to include on this. Yeah, I found myself more annoyed with female actresses and, it's not, and not hating them. At least when it comes to their acting. Female actresses as opposed to male actresses? Yeah, exactly. Well, you have to be PC in this, in this world nowadays. So. Well, they're all actors. I prefer but... laptops and apples. <laughs> I like apples. They keep doctors away. So, how should we do this? Should we go through the two hate and then go on to the love, or should we do one apiece? That's up to you. One by one? You know what? Yeah, yeah you're in charge. Ah, yes, but I'm going for democracy as opposed to dictator Devin. Dictator me. It, it rhymed. Or it's alliteration. Give me some of your dictator dots. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, that's right. Him. So, actually, oh, yeah, how about yeah. we get the... How about we get the hates out of the way? All right. Who would like to start? Tom? Uh, sure. Um, I can start off first. So I'm going to start off with my actor for hate. And while this actor has grown to be relatively irrelevant as of the past few, you know, years, his name is Tom Green. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yeah, pretty Hard much. to consider him an actor, but yeah, I agree. I he, mean, he's, he's technically done... billed as one in several movies. He's got 36 credits to his title as an actor. Or really? his name as an actor, yeah. That, that many? Yeah. That's surprising, actually. Yeah. Including... Oh, this is that robot chicken guy, right? I mean, he's in that show, No, that's too. Seth Green. Oh, damn it. I mean, one of his most notable newer ones is Iron Sky, The Coming Race. Oh, yeah, that's that guy that played the Napster in the Italian job, right? Also, no. Seth Green. Damn it. No, uh, this particular actor, I... I do not find this guy funny at all anytime I see him. There was a contingent of the population <clears throat> that found him absolutely hilarious. And I'm pretty sure that is the same contingent of the population. That cast that, him? Well, it's also the same contingent of the population that uh, really finds all of the uh, uh, William Street uh, Adult Swim mm. uh, stuff hilarious. The random for sake of random. Yeah, like Super Jail and right. The uh, normal show. Uh, Tim and Eric, awesome show. And actually, I happen to find Tim and Eric pretty funny. But it it's not typical comedy. And think a large part of Tom Green's comedic value was how ridiculous he could be in person. I mean, that's fair. But the big thing that I have is he plays himself in everything. Yes. There's no change. Some actors become caricatures of themselves, like Jack Nicholson. Tom Green started that way. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's a great way of describing it. Yeah. He started out as a caricature of himself. 
So, yeah. yeah. I, I can see why he would... He's probably on a lot of people's hate list. Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, <clears throat> things like Road Trip, Superstar, Freddy Got Fingered, Stealing Harvard. Yeah, no. No, all of them are... Dude, he was Chad. Sweet Chad in uh, Charlie's Angels. And I remember that. Yes, he was. He was also oh, in... Oh, my God. God, he was. But this is a guy that has... But I'm like, oh yeah, that's who that was. This is a guy who has almost no redeeming qualities as a to his legacy. Yeah. I don't want to say as a human legacy. He's, <laughs> he's not a terrible person. I don't know him as a as a human. That's true. Uh, I don't. He's either, just his comedy doesn't mesh well with mine. I know yeah. that much. His sense of humor is not what I like. He's one of the comedians out of Canada that I've seen that I don't like. Because he's from Ontario originally. Yeah, that's a really specific group of comedians. There's a lot of comedians. I mean, Mike and Myers actors. is from Canada. Yeah, true. There's a lot of comedians and actors that make it big in the U.S. that are from Canada, and the fact that like, well, it's easy. They just come in, and just say they're from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fair. What's the difference? Okay. Or Wisconsin. I guess my biggest thing is I just his over the top. I've got like one thing that. One trick pony type thing that is the thing that bugs me the most about him. It's like a bad all that skit. Yeah. Which wasn't good to begin with. Go back and watch that show. No. I mean, it was the kids' version of Saturday Night Live. What do you expect? They've got. It was one, really funny when I was twelve. They got right. one joke. Yeah. They're gonna beat it into the ground, and that's kind of Tom Green. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. But yeah, so that's my guy who I don't hey, like. But you know, you've made it to the big time when Eminem picks on you. I mean, it's fair. He was also married to uh, Drew Barrymore. That poor wow, woman. That explains the weird cameo in uh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, that poor woman. I mean, like, from what everything I've heard, by all accounts, as a human being, nice guy. But as an actor, not. They were married for a little over a year, but. Maybe not that nice of a guy. Uh, who knows? But yeah, so that's my pick for my uh, number one of uh, hate actors. <laughs> I guess right. I'll go next because I'm sticking in the same country. Oh, okay, cool. This is going to be kind of a bit of killing a sacred cow. Shit on Canada today. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. As a person, mm. I love Ryan Reynolds. As an actor, eh. Like, it's cool. You were Deadpool. He really hasn't done much. much. Else. Like, and, and it's not that he hasn't done much else. He hasn't done much good. Uh, the Proposal... Uh, Van Wilder, which is really funny the first time you watch it, and then after that, it's well, it's, it's done. It's kind of the same problem that you could point at Tom Green, and again, looking at other big star, actual big stars. Look at Sean Connery. Sean Connery plays Sean Connery, right? Ryan Reynolds tends to play Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, every character Ryan Re- and hate might be too strong of a word because I like some Ryan Reynolds movies, but every movie he's in, he is he Ryan Reynolds. There's just never. He's not. It's almost like he's not acting. Again, like I said, by by all accounts, swell guy. People seem to really like him. Yeah, the the big one that kind of uh, that I that I remember that isn't like some of his big stuff is Amityville Horror. He did the remake of that. And he oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was basically yeah. like was an angry. Yeah, but he was also kind of like an angry Ryan Reynolds. Oh, he was. He, yeah, but he still, especially once he went sleep deprived. Right. He, he still through. Because Ryan Reynolds can't play a character without making some kind of quip. And that's the problem. Uh, I see I, I see exactly what so you're saying. He was... Uh, I, I bring up... Uh, a, a, by all accounts, a bad movie. I love it, but it's a bad movie. Blade Trinity. 
Ryan Reynolds yeah. plays a comic book character who's not supposed to be a, a, a smart ass and a wise ass. No, Hannibal King was very serious, very... And he plays Hannibal King as Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. As Deadpool it's basically yeah. just the character he played before Deadpool got his mouth sewn shut in a... Uh... I love him and he's like a high point in the movie because it's fun but at the end of the day it's just everything Ryan Reynolds is in he's fun but everything Ryan Reynolds is in he's Ryan Reynolds no I completely understand again it's like it's one of the problems you can have with Sean Connery and a lot of his movies is that it's like oh yes I'm a Russian submarine commander ha it's like no no you're not dude yeah well Ryan Reynolds also doesn't do accents but Ryan Reynolds doesn't have to because he always says Americans or Canadians Sean Connery didn't do accents, and Sean Connery played Russians and Egyptians, Spaniards, Spaniards, British with, people with Scottish accents, yeah. and it just, who didn't know what Scotland was. So yeah, no, it's but yeah, it's it's that same thing, and I completely understand and can honestly even agree with a lot of that. That's me. I've seen Ryan Reynolds in Buried, and he was mm. absolutely phenomenal in Buried. That is the one movie I will give. An exception. Because yeah. that movie is contingent yeah. on his performance. And his performance was phenomenal. Much like Colin Farrell in Phone Booth or Tom Hardy in Locke. It, it, and guy who na- whose name I don't know in The Guilty or Idris Elba in Legacy. Like, it's phenomenal because of his, his uh, acting. The actual movie's okay, but he was good in it. It's like the one yeah. high point. For him. Yeah. I, the one time he's actually an actor. Yeah. And I think he is perfect for Deadpool, but it's just perfect casting, not anything that's super difficult for him. Right. So I'll say he's amazing as Deadpool. I enjoyed him as Pikachu, but the rest of the movie was pretty meh. But he was just... But he's light. always... He was him. just... He's just like Deadpool all the time. Yeah. So. Remember, also remember, he brought that same Ryan Reynolds-ness to Green Lantern. And despite the fact there was a terrible script... I enjoyed Taika Waititi in that movie. Sure. He was... Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was just... Yeah, Hal Jordan just was just another Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. He was just Green Deadpool. Green yeah. Deadpool. He's been Green Deadpool. He's been <laughs> Vampire Deadpool. <laughs> he's like been... Rat Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. He's been Pokemon Deadpool. He's, he's been, been every kind of Deadpool. Trapped in a... Trapped in a coffin Deadpool. It's great. Right. But, I mean, you know, I agree. He, he does play pretty much the same role in everything he's in. I guess it's not really I, I said killing a sacred cow. It's not really because he's not this like, critically acclaimed actor, but he's this one that everybody's really high on. And he doesn't like, see, he doesn't seem to go to want to go out of his wheelhouse. No. No. Um, At least he stays in his lane. I'll give him cre- for the most part. I'll give him credit for that. Right. I think the a couple other roles that he kind of steps out of that a little bit would be in Selfless. Um he steps yeah. out a little bit from it and then he Woman plays in Gold. Ben Kingsley, right? In Selfless. Uh yes. Yeah. Young Damien. And then he plays uh, Randy Schoenberg in Woman in Gold. He's the lawyer who's trying to help get Helen Mirren's painting back. I know what you're trying to say with like shooting at the sacred cow, but no, I can, I can honestly kind of agree, Chris. He's good for what he needs to do when he's in his wheelhouse, but outside of that, you know what you're getting with him. And I do this as a 3D printed Deadpool boss that's staring at me, judging me. Yeah. <laughs> he's totally judging you, man. And you know he's judging you. And he's found me guilty already, so it's yeah. okay. So he might as well go farther. Flick it. <laughs> so, Gavin. Uh, um, mine's not as well known, and I'm kind of happy it's not, because I... She it's, shouldn't. They it's shouldn't be. one that I 
I don't have much of a problem with any more because he hasn't been in many movies since I think oh maybe uh Santa Claus two or three, I'm not sure which one he he was in. It's not Martin Short. Oh no, I knew it wasn't Martin Short. I thought about it, but no. This guy, this guy's name is Spencer Breslin. Abigail oh, Breslin's younger brother. Yeah. Correct. Uh this kid is the the kid from the Bruce Willis movie, The Kid. Yep. Oh he my is the God. whiniest little shit in every movie he's in. I thought you were going for Tim Allen. I didn't realize. I kind of like Tim Allen's comedy once in a while, but no. And no, like Spencer Breslin is the kid in Bruce Willis's movie, The Kid. He's the main character in Cat in the Hat other than Cat in the Hat. Oh my God. He's that annoying little dimwit elf. He's a yep. whiny little shit. two and three of, of the Santa, the Santa Claus. Claus. Yep. He's the crying little annoying teenager in the happening yep he and like every movie he's ever been in he is just this annoying character that contrasts with everything else in the movie i will also i would like to point out that you didn't mention a single movie that is either objectively or subjectively so he's also in bad yeah. movies so that's a strike against and him it's too, I just <laughs> every time he ever pops up in a movie like he's in zoom which isn't a great movie but I think he was the fat kid that could get fatter or something like that. And it was just like, he just constantly just whined through the entire movie. Awesome. He's in Shaggy Dog, a bunch of, I guess he just teamed up with uh, Tim Allen for a bit here. He's mm-hmm. in Shaggy Dog, is like the son or something, and Prince's Diaries, and Raising Helen. And he's just in a bunch of these movies, kind of early 2000s into like early 2010s. And he just sucks in all of them. It's good to know that there's one actor in that family. Yeah. <laughs> so Abigail Breslin's not yeah. bad. Like, I actually really like Abigail Breslin. I, I genuinely like Abigail Breslin, but the fact that Abigail Breslin is the younger sister, I think, to this kid, it's like, oh my god, I am sorry. So what happened is, is she actually saw what he was doing and goes, that's what I, I can am do not better. supposed to do. I'm going to get Oscar nominations. Suck it. This is what I'm not supposed to do. Gotcha. Yeah. And, like, I love Abigail Breslin. I think she's one of those that... What's she been in? On the Curiosity. Just Zombieland? She's... What? Isn't she the young kid in Zombieland? Yep, she is. She's uh, the younger, younger, oh, younger girl. Okay. She was also... Uh, uh, wasn't she also in Little Miss Sunshine? Yep. Yeah. yeah. She's, she, she was, she was uh, quote, the lead in Little Miss Sunshine. But... <clears throat> Movies I haven't seen. Got it. It um, has the absolute best ending to that movie. That movie is so fun. Good cast, too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Abigail Breslin's just been in a bunch. I'm not sure if you really have seen much with her. Maybe not. But I do know the kid you're talking about. Oh, yeah. my God. I he's hate the whiniest little shit. He is, <laughs> hands down, one of those one of those just characters in particularly Santa Claus 2 or 3, again. Yeah. I'm not sure which one is which at this point. But there's a point where everyone's being quiet and his character is just loud as hell and they're like okay with it. And then they freak out on him and I'm like, maybe it's just you're getting these characters, but I can't stand any of your characters. So, yeah, just Spencer Breslin, he hasn't done much. He's grown up, hopefully. So maybe he'll be in a movie sometime and I'll be like, hey, that's that kid that I hated. Good job for him. But I doubt it. You've grown. Yeah, I don't think he's the one with the acting chops in the family. All right, then. On to mine. And I don't want to say I hate him. It's more that I just dislike the parts he always seems to pick. 
My first pick is actually Michael Cera. Yep. That's first. I, so, I hate the socially inept, awkward guy. And that's 90% of Sarah's filmography, it seems. Um, It is. He was typecasted for a long time. Which like, isn't necessarily his yeah, fault. Superbad, Juno. Nick and Nora. Nick and Nora, kind of. The, he was the he was the the love struck geek or the awkward geek the awkward geek that has a crush on another character the biggest that one that comes to mind and it's the reason why I won't watch the show is Arrested Development mm, yeah uh, Michael Sarah always has a thing for a girl that's way out of his like Roxy Richter in Arrested Development it's weird yeah let's not get into that that I had a that had a couple problems Devin. Mm. But yeah, like the only one I can think of where I enjoyed him was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and I didn't watch it for the longest time because I hate, and again, it's more, I just hate the characters that Michael Sarah plays. And well, to be fair, you weren't exactly supposed to like Scott Pilgrim, and he's also a little bit different from a lot of the characters that Sarah plays, because he's an, just a socially inept, oblivious guy as opposed to awkward and knows he's awkward. So that's he was actually like that was the that was one casting choice. Uh, I was like, wow. Oh no! Once I watched, we cast. Yeah, one, yeah, I watched it. I was like, yeah, no, he is the perfect. He's the perfect person to play Scott Pilgrim. I I can't think of a better person. Having read some of the the Scott Pilgrim comics, uh, I felt like the entire that entire movie was perfectly cast. So you know, credit to them. Michael yeah. Sarah did a good job. But yeah, he he is very much a typecasted actor and i could totally get if you don't like one of his characters it's like ryan reynolds if you don't like one of his characters you're gonna like any of them yeah you're gonna have a problem with the whole with this whole list Mm -hmm. and that's that's kind of the thing is like scott pilgrim was the exception but i fought that hard even with the guy right next to me trying to say dude you're gonna like it watch it watch it watch it watch it watch it Everybody else on this podcast are pretty much fans of it. I don't know how big yeah, of a fan you are of it, really but I love it. it. I love yeah. Scott Pilgrim. But yeah, yeah. The I mean, more I, I watch it. it, the more I appreciate it. I definitely watch it again. No, no, I would definitely. It's like, oh no, hey, cool, Scott Pilgrim, awesome. Self respect. The music is what really caught me. Yeah. Again, great music in that. Music yeah. I mean, Michael's here for me. Like, I like him, but he, I agree. Sometimes he can be kind of annoying. But I mean, he's not somebody that I'd like. Neither love nor hate. Yeah, the biggest thing is that I just hate awkward social comedy. I, I, Mike, Michael Harrison, three of my favorite comedy, and movies. that and that's fine. Right? I'm not gonna... Super bad Juno and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World are all. Yeah. I love all three of those movies. That being said, <clears throat> it's not necessarily because of Michael Sarah. Juno was absolutely not because of Michael Sarah. There is a page. Holy crap! Yeah, there's yeah, an all star teen yeah. actor in that movie, and it is not him. Plus but supporting cast and that is fantastic. There's also there's Global also somebody on my love list. That's that's, that's but that yeah, is. it's so. be a What? But yeah, it's it's mainly that I don't, I'm not a big I'm not the big fan of the awkwardly social kind of comedy thing, which is why I hate a lot of sitcoms nowadays. Yeah, looking at you, Big Bang Theory. It's one that I liked originally, but it kind of faded off for me. Listen to it without the laugh track. It sounds like a bunch of autistic kids picking on a dumb blonde. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, it's not wrong. But yeah, so moving from that wonderful uh, comment, <laughs> let's go for round two. Tom, start us off. All right. So we're we doing love or hate on this one. Let's we're doing hate. Let's do hate. Let's do hate because that way That's we'll good. bring ourselves out of the pit. Oof. Keep Oof. bringing the fear. Um, all right. Hate hole. Hate hole. Hate hole. I don't hate your hole. Wait. 
people on the internet aren't going to get to that sarcasm, James. Right. Okay, so I guess I'm just going to have to bite the bolt on this one and throw out um, Melissa McCarthy. Damn, you took mine. I don't think I've really watched anything with her, so I, I, I see trailers with her, and it's like, I, I might chuckle, but I don't think I have a solid opinion on her, actually. I, I think mean, she's hilarious. She just makes some bad movies. She makes a lot of bad movies. I don't find her comic like at first don't get me wrong like when she first got on the scene and i was first starting to watch her in movies and stuff i thought she was funny to watch i enjoyed her movies at first and then when i realized that again all it is is her just sitting there being incredibly obnoxious and having to drop the f-bomb in every movie that she's in basically i'm seeing a pattern and but the thing is is like her thing is is she's just it's not good acting. It's just, I'm going to go out of my way to be this incredibly obnoxious person. And that's not acting to me. That's just being an obnoxious person. And you don't need to, like, make your entire career about being an obnoxious person. You should try to, you know, like, act. We get it. You pooped in a sink. It's the biggest problem I have with Bridesmaids, actually. And why I don't uh, want to What watch happens it. in Vegas? Oh, great, wrong movie. <laughs> I mean, there's... Two movies that I liked her in, or yeah, two movies that I liked her in. One, sorry, one movie that I've actually seen all of that I liked her in, and that was uh, that's kind of damning. That was Saint Vincent, uh, and that's she plays a very small role, but it's a serious role. And the other one I've heard, I've seen part of, but not all of, is Can You Forgive Me, or Can You Ever Forgive Me? That came out last year, which, from what I understand, by all accounts, is supposed to be fantastic. Now I have a question for you. Sure. What you're, what, so just trying to establish what you're saying here is if she made more, she has acting chops. Yeah. So the reason you don't like her is. Her character choices. Well, it's because, it's because she has the capability to play strong, serious uh, roles and still chooses to be a fart joke comedian. Yes. Okay. And it drives me up a wall because she has that potential. She. She could be so much... She could make a career doing so much more than what she's doing. It's Will Ferrell syndrome. Yeah. We know Will Ferrell can do actual... Yeah, like the... Stranger than fiction. Yes, actual stuff. Everything must go. He was great in. Same thing with Adam Sandler. Can actually act. Yes. And they're making their careers doing... God-awful comedy. I... I, I will give some of her comedy credit. Her SNL Sean Spicer impression was hilarious. Right. A lot of people on SNL are like completely different actors, though. And, right. And I I I love her. I love her on Mike and Molly. So like sometimes she's on. Sometimes she's. But, but that's because it's more of a heartfelt comedy as opposed really to, to. Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's a fine sitcom. Like, well, yes, most of the. Dialogue is about them both being fat. But there is uh, an actual genuine, you know, unity and and love and respect kind of thing in there, you know, and it's... And one of the things... It bucks a lot of trends, so... One of the movies that I wanted to see was The Kitchen with her in it. Yeah. Because it's more of the action and her playing a bit more of a serious adult role versus I can make, you know, a bunch of... Poop jokes you know, like and Tammy or yeah. To me, a lot of people love Spy, and I just 
I thought Spy was funny the first time I saw it. It was cute. And I thought everyone it, other than her was good. And uh, she just dragged down the movie to me. Yeah. She felt like she it felt like she was just there. Yeah. Yeah. To me, more than dragging down the movie, she just was kind of there. Like, I saw the boss. I wasn't a big fan of the boss. Me neither. I thought there were parts of that movie that were really funny. But I like, also, don't really, as a whole, it was kind of dumb. I yeah. really didn't like the heat, but I also don't like Sandra Bullock, so it was. <laughs> That's a little, bit a little bit from column A, a little bit from yeah. column B. I, that was coming right off of Identity Thief, or Identity yeah. Theft, or whatever it was. Yeah. And, like. That's so bad. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like. I, I saw that and I'm like, why why would you do this to us? Yeah. Again, playing that same role, you haven't changed at all. Why are people writing this role for you? Can't you do better? And that's the part that drives me up a wall. I would love to say that I like her, but again, it's her, you know, it's like, it, and I'm going to throw this out there, it's the same reason why I don't like Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Because most of the jokes center around, look at me, I'm fat and loud. Yeah. The point, um... Hi, I'm Fat Amy. Really? Well, I, I'm. Yeah, you know I'm fat, so I'm just gonna call myself fat. And my name's not really Amy; it's Patricia. But you can call me Fat Amy. You, well, it's you can call me Fat Amy. Uh, I just say it up front because I know you bitches are gonna talk about me behind my back, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. like, like, I, I like mean that, that's, but then it overstays its welcome. See, now yeah. I have to argue because I adore Rebel Wilson. I think she's awesome. I think I love her. I think. What I've seen that of might make outside, me an ass, but I know what I, I've I seen her. outside of like her in real life, from what I understand, fantastic person, awesome. But what she presents, like, I love the Pitch Perfect movies. I don't care, you can make fun of me all you want for that. For anybody oh. who does, who isn't down with those movies, whatever, but still, it's the <laughs> fact that loser, whatever, you love those movies too. I don't want to hear it, but I mean, that's. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 50 G's of D and B's, boys. <laughs> Man, you're talking about a lot of stuff that I got no clue about. $50,000 at Dave and Buster's. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyways. He's never going to get it because he hasn't seen the movie. No. That's okay. That's okay. Not everybody's as cool as to being able to see it seven times in the theaters. Anyways. You say cool, I think another word. Right. Loser, like I said. Anyways. Mm-hmm, sure. But, like I said, that that's the big reason why I don't like... Melissa McCarthy. So that's that's me. That's, that's my, my hate. Honestly, I don't really say I, I don't have an opinion just because I don't a lot of the stuff that she's in, it's not because of her, it's just the fact that it's not my cup of tea, so why am I gonna watch it anyway? So that's fair. My next hate is an actor. I can only think of one movie he's been in that I like. And that's John Trouble. I just don't care. Oh, uh, you didn't like pulp fiction? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> That's why I said it. That's why I said it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. uh, It has to be Pulp Fiction. Um, It has to be Pulp Fiction. I think a big part of Travolta is... So this is the first one that we've mentioned that is the big part of the reason why I don't like John Travolta is because of John Travolta. Not necessarily because of his acting. Like, I don't care for his acting very much, but, like, right, Mel Gibson is a pile of human excrement. Piece of shit, person. Um, But he has talent, which... But he's been in movies I really like. (laughs) Like Saturday Night Fever, Mm. Staying Alive. I'm sure they were great back then, uh, back in the the 70s and 80s. uh, The Punisher. (laughs) Like, it's a bad movie, but yeah, I mean, he's he's overacts. 
But when he's not when he's not overacting, he's underacting. You can't find that happy medium. Um, like, I mean, the one I can always bring up is the glaring, glaring stain on that man's career, Battlefield Earth. That's what he's known for on IMDb. Wow, really? Rated one, weird. Yeah, yeah. Top top rated one is in the first one people think of when they think of John Travolta. Not his best movie. No, that movie could have been great. Like that has so many cool ideas. It just goes nowhere. Well, and yeah. they mentioned that uh, Pulp Fiction revitalized the careers of Travolta and Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis. And the the question becomes: Did Travolta's career deserve to be revitalized? Two of those three went on to make a lot of really good stuff, and a lot of really bad stuff. And a lot of really bad stuff. Yeah, a lot of mixed stuff. But, but Travolta, Travolta doesn't really see... Well, it's because Travolta got really into Scientology. And I know that sounds weird to blame that, but this is why I blame. This is why I don't like Travolta. Because Tom Cruise also got really into Scientology. Tom Cruise has released movies I've liked in the last 20 years. He's one of those ones that doesn't really act anymore, but what he does, he stays in his wheelhouse, yeah, and he's yeah. damn good at that wheelhouse. Yeah. There's some fun stuff out there with Tom Cruise in it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think now, whenever Tom Cruise is in a movie, he brings it, and it, like, ups the entire movie. And yeah. It could be a thoroughly mediocre movie, but if he comes on board, it... it he goes 110%. Yeah, my goodness, that guy works his butt off. Yeah. Yeah. He does. And I, I, I gotta agree, Chris. Like, the, the only one that I can think of that I've watched with John Travolta that I like is that Punisher one, but that's more because of Thomas Jane. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's a... Not a good one. Uh, like, the rest of the cast of the movie's fine. Yeah. I mean, I liked Hairspray. I thought that was a good movie. I, I, I wasn't mean, a fan of Hairspray. I'm a fan of the musical in general. I thought he did a very good job playing the it role that he played there. It was actually John Travolta being in Hairspray is one of the things that deterred me from watching it for a long while. And I will honestly say, while the movie is watchable... Really don't care he's about your, John Travolta. He's your Mark, Michael Sarah. That's fair. I mean, I also like the movie Phenomenon. Yeah. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, that was decent. You know, I mean, I, Michael was all right, but that doesn't change the fact that sorry, yeah. doesn't change the fact that like anybody could have been cast in Phenomenon. It didn't need to be John Travolta. That's true. And he's just sometimes a lot of the roles that he does face off. He's just silly. Now, face-off is a silly concept. That we got the problem with me to face-off is that, like, I feel like Nicolas Cage was actually trying to emulate uh, Travolta, and Travolta was just going nuts, like, instead of actually trying to be Nicolas Cage. Uh, isn't going nuts being Nicolas Cage? No. Anyway. <laughs> so, off of that. So, yeah, John Travolta. I, I can't say I disagree. I'll definitely I mean, say, but he doesn't have the best record. Yeah, I wasn't a huge... I'm not a huge fan of Travolta. Uh, he's... Eh. Yeah, right, like, so? He's done 10 movies in the past two years and they've all sucked. It's like Gotti, which is just bad. That movie terrible. He released like The Fanatic or something those last few weeks here. It's like, eh, I'm, not, I'm good. So he's released 10 movies in the last two years? Yeah, and they're all like straight to video crap. Wow. I think that kind of says it all, doesn't it? That is the definition of where that guy's career went. Yeah. All right, Insert then. flushing toilet sound effect here. I won't. John Travolta. So anyway, who's your actress then, Devin? Uh, well, my list of actresses were originally 
Melissa McCarthy, and then I'm like, yeah, she's kind of redeemed herself. But one that I kind of got a lot of like love for Game of Thrones, and has tried to jump into oh, I know movies, exactly who you're talking about, but just hasn't. And it's not uh, Sansa Stark, who isn't that great of an actress. She's up on though. Is Amelia Clark? Oh, okay. Who plays Daenerys? She is not good. What's she done? Uh, she's been in like she was in Game of Thrones, and she, it, her acting is no, no really. She not. was in Terminator Genesis, Genesis. and she's Ew. been in like stuff here and there. But it's like every time, it's just she is just one of the weakest parts of every movie she's been in, and it's like it yeah. hinges on her for scenes, and it's just obvious that she can't emote. And I know that she has she had like a stroke or something during the course of Game of Thrones. Two, two. She had oh, like a an, brain aneurysm or something. Yeah, aneurysms. Yeah, yeah so that, that sucks. And massive seizures and stuff. Well, she was also in Solo uh, as uh, Kira. Yeah, but just every movie or everything I've seen her in, she plays this like entitled brat type character that has slightly grown out of her brat phase. And then just hasn't learned how to deal with anything. It's Lindsay Lohan. I think Lindsay Lohan has talent. Sorry. sorry. I think Amelia Clark has talent. I just don't think she's had a chance. I don't think she's she's been... She's shown it. I don't want to say had a chance, because she's had a chance. Yeah, and it's like... I feel like she has potential, but she just hasn't done anything. And that one makes me really sad, because I agree with you. I don't really care for her. Because she is... Fan, like interviews yeah. and stuff, she's fantastic. She's inter. Amelia Clark is entertaining. Yeah, Amelia Clark playing a character in a movie is not it's entertaining. So no, I agree. But her and the name is escaping me, but the girl who plays Sansa Sark, the two of them are just wooden. Yeah. Yeah, Jean Grey in the new X-Men movies. Yeah, Sophie Turner. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She, she is, is gorgeous. She is the weakest part. Yeah, she is absolutely gorgeous, but she cannot act her way out of a paper bag. Yeah. All right. Then. Yeah. yeah, Amelia Clark and, I guess, in conjunction, Sophie Turner, neither of them have, other than parts of Game of Thrones, they have never impressed me. And they're heavily pushing Amelia Clark. She just won a Saturn Award for acting. I'm like... Mm, okay, that's tough, but whose birthday party did she go to? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. You Oscars. Yeah. Alrighty then, my second one. I'm gonna keep this nice, short, and sweet. Seth Rogen has done absolutely nothing for comedy and should be taken out back into a nice field and just left there, where he can sit and pat his hands and fart all day. We talked about this before we recorded, and I... And I, that, that's why I don't that, want to spend a lot of time on right. it, even though... And I made a point of the things I can give him credit for, stuff he did really early in his career, like Freaks and Geeks, and his writing and producing with Preacher and yeah, uh, Superman. Yeah. Um, him as an actor? It, it, literally, Seth Rogen is... I saw Knocked Up, and I saw... Uh, the 40-year-old virgin. And he's fine with the 40-year-old virgin because he's a small supporting character. He's a big character, yeah. <clears throat> um, but I saw Knocked Up, and that was the last movie I gave a crap to see with Seth Rogen as a lead. And by that by that condemnation, I also want to throw in Judd Eptow 
Because the man cannot write to save his life. All of his movies are very are the same. They're they're incredible success. They're frat boy. They're they're they are, mm-hmm. they are worse than Animal House. Yeah, it makes me sad because some of those actors, James Franco, can actually act. All I can say is, and the last thing I'm going to say on is that I I don't know how he got a career. I legitimately don't. He was decent and knocked up, and then after that, it was well, Seth, Rogen, Seth Rogen was Pineapple Express was fun. Yeah, he's just but he's literally just buddies with. Jet Jet and they're, they're still grown up frat boys, and that makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. So, moving on from the hate to the love. To the love, yeah. where we can actually be happy. Happiness, it's wonderful. So, let's keep it going. Tom, who do you love? Alright, so, I, I'm sorry guys, I'm going to talk about... Who do you love? I'm, I'm going to talk about her. Uh, Eva Grain. Uh, she's my girl. <laughs> the person you forgot to even put on your list until I mentioned her. It's because I was trying to avoid certain people because I talk about them so much. Okay. But but I, everything I've seen her in, like, I, I I love her in. So, I mean, Kingdom of Heaven, Casino Royale, uh, Golden Compass, Quantum of Solace, uh, Don't put Golden Compass on there! Uh, I love Golden Compass. Dark Shadows, for what it's worth. Sin City, A Dame to Kill for, 300, uh, Rise of an Empire. Movie wasn't good. Loved her in it, though. Penny Dreadful, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Uh, I mean... I'm going to stop you right there for a sec. Do you love Emma Evergreen for her acting or for other reasons? That's Everything, her- yes. Okay. Like, I, I actually like- think that she's an awesome actress. She, she's the whole package. She is. She is compelling to watch because when she gets especially when she's like playing that dark brooding character which she does very well in Penny Dreadful she does a great job when she's she's excellent in Penny Dreadful when she's trying to play that like mysterious aloof uh, type character Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children she does it very well when she's trying to play uh, that super sexy role with um, that's quite over the top uh, dark shadows. I mean, she does all of these things very well. Sin City Two. Sin City Two. Yep. Uh, in Camelot, she plays Morgan, and oh, wow. yeah, and and there Stop she is. She is dark and at times incredibly like scary to think about as an enemy, and at the same time like. Yes, she can she can rule me anytime she wants because she's going for rulership. She wants to yes, my obviously queen. yeah. She wants to take the throne from uh, Arthur. Anyways, but like everything about her, everything that I've seen her in as part of her career, which isn't a huge number of credits, I I've loved her in. I really have, and she's incredibly talented. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> even outside of like acting, like she's got. An education that's incredible, and she a singer, model, uh, actress. Um, Could have sworn she sung, but I could be thinking someone else. Yeah, I'm not sure. Dream Inhabitor, offhand. Yeah, Dream Inhabitor. Yes, she is. Uh, But yeah, so you can definitely tell there's a lot of love from there. Absolutely, a lot of admiration, and I mean, she speaks. Uh, a bunch of different languages. Yeah. yeah. Well, because she's not American-born, right? No, she's, she's French. French. 
That she explains. Was a lot. born in Algeria of French, Spanish, and uh, Sephardi Jewish heritage. That explains a lot. Yeah, uh, she attended a French school until she was seventeen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we we don't we don't need to go into stalker territory, my friend. I'm just going off of what's on her IMDb stuff. So exactly, stalker territory. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we're so, gonna we're gonna move on to a character to an actor that. I picked as well for just like Tom. I picked for talent films I like and looks. <laughs> talent, but don't, but don't. Yeah, but mine's male. Um, that means well, nothing. That uh, means ever nothing, since Chris. ever since the first film I saw him in in uh, uh, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, I was like, this guy's great, and he just continues to impress me with a diverse resume of roles. And that's Carl Urban. Yes. Oh, yeah. Carl, Carl Urban. Oh my God. Is just always entertaining he's not a box office draw by any means but he's always entertaining but if he's in it i know i'm gonna like his character yeah i'm gonna like i'm gonna like carl urban i saw a list that was like the top 20 like carl urban like scowls or whatever and i'm like this is great the thing is this is just what he's known for it's real easy to forget he's in something that's like oh my god i love that character how did i forget he was that i watched doom because (laughs) carl urban was in it Um, him and the rock they they saved that movie i swear they're the only entertaining things um but like yeah everything he's uh he's in is just really really enjoyable because he's Uh, one of those ones he puts himself into it he put, yeah. Whatever role he's doing, I don't think, oh man, that's just Carl Urban. Like, like he, he he's not really giving it his all. It's like, no, it's like, oh, this guy is going to do the thing he needs to do. I think he does, he does now what Johnny Depp got to do for a while. And he just takes roles that he wants to do. I don't think he works because he has to. I think he works because he wants to. Because he always so looks great. like he's having fun. Yeah, he hasn't gotten the Jack Sparrow role that forces him to be like the headliner yeah so he's that second in command of the he's, movie that's and he's also got two tv yeah. shows that's not a bad there thing that, that's not a bad thing he was in the uh, now i'm not gonna remember the name of the show but it's the one with uh uh the where pe- it takes place in the future it's a buddy cop show where like it's like people with cybernetic implants oh, and, I don't know what you're talking about. and oh, cyborgs and robots yeah. and he gets partnered with a robot and he he hates them. Oh, what was that? Yeah. Um, it was short-lived, which is why I don't remember it. I think it only lasted a season or two. It's on like Fox or something, CBS, something like that. Everybody's looking it up except me because my battery's dead. Someone <laughs> didn't plan ahead, Almost did Almost human. Yeah. yeah. Almost human, yeah. Oh, that's... Wait, is that Dulay Hill? No. No. Who was the... I just saw the picture of the poster. I'm like, ooh. But, Michael Early. Ely. Yeah. He's... I mean, he's in yeah. he's in the boys. He's in Lord of the Rings. He's in Thor Ragnarok. He's the that, in the one that always kind of slips in my, my my mind is uh one of the Bourne movies. I can never remember. I two. think it was two. It was two. two yeah, he plays the assassin. Yeah, and he it he what I love about him is that he's got that intensity. Mm-hmm. Like you see him and you know shit's about to go down. He was also um, in uh, obviously the Star Trek movies, yeah, and you know, I thought he's an excellent uh, McCoy. Yes. Oh, yeah. My favorite movie with him, you never see his face. So you just see his mouth. What? Oh, red. Red. Yeah. He puts so much emotion into that mouth, though. I loved that movie. What that mouth, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the things I want that mouth to. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a huge 
I, I he may not be a box office draw for the rest of the world, but if I see that Carl Urban's in a movie, my ass is going to the theater. Right. I won't lie. That's a big reason I why I actually do have the boys on the docket to watch because it's like I see Carl Urban's like, oh, that's going to be fun if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I loved him as Vaco in the Riddick and Chronicles of Riddick. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh my god, that's and right. I forgot yeah. about Chronicle of he, he, Again, yeah, he's yeah. that guy who was like, oh my god, he was in that movie. Oh, I would have loved to have forgotten that movie. <sighs> I, you know, I can say the movie's kind of dumb. Pitch Black but, was better. But was. The, the casting in uh, uh, yeah. Chronicles of Riddick is pretty good. Is Helen Mirren is the the like no. spectral. No. no. Who's the uh, spectral woman? It was someone like way below her status. It was a Dane Judy Dunch. Yeah. Judy Dunch, there it is. Uh, and like, then Carl Urban, obviously Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah. Like Katie Sackhoff was in the first or the third Starbuck from a Battlestar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the effects are cool, but it's it's kind of a silly movie. Yeah. I love it, but I like I liked Riddick, or yeah, I liked Riddick, and I liked Pitch Black. I didn't like Chronicles of Riddick. I thought it was boring. I mean, I liked all three, but yeah. it's a popcorn flick. Yeah. And I mean, I also like Stephen Delaney in that one. So, oh, he's oh. Uh, <laughs> he plays the the head mo- uh, of the Necromunders. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but on top of that, like, I also really like uh, his role in Red. Yeah, because he was in that too. Yep. Yeah, because he's the opposite of Bruce Willis. Yep. William, uh, William Cooper. Yeah. Again, he d- the he does a, man. He does a really intense guy really well, but he also got a pretty wide range. He does. Like he's not always just the the soldier go and get the job done. There's some stuff that he does that he has some fun with. Oh yeah. And again, he's just he I he always gives a consistent showing. Yep. I never feel that he isn't giving his all. Mm-hmm. Even if no one else in the movie might be. I like him yeah. in Priest as well. I forgot he was in Priest. Again, it's one of those like, actors you just forget he's there. Yeah, he just blends right in. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to uh, Devin's Devon. first film. Cool. I'm actually going to stick with actresses. Uh, and I'm going to go with one that I've, I have also worked with in person, so a little biased, but Saoirse Ronan from movies such as Mary Queen of Scots, The Seagull, Lady Bird, Unchuzzled Beach, uh, Loving Vincent, Brooklyn, which she was Oscar nominated for, also Lady Bird. Uh, Lost River, which I worked on, Grand Budapest Hotel, The Host, not the Korean movie that I'll be mentioning later, the terrible <laughs> Stephanie Meyer movie, the movie Hannah that the yep. Amazon Prime series is based off of, Lovely Bones, City of Ember, and Atonement, which she also got Oscar animation for. I have seen none of those. She was on my short list. I love Saoirse Ronan. I've seen her in a number of those. And um, I love I love watching people try and pronounce her name. Um, <laughs> I love her uh, saying ways that she's got her yeah. name because it's S A O I R S E is her first name. Ooh, that so people sounds... go Sarsi. No. Oh, Cersei. No. It's like the Cersei. <clears throat> Close, but no. It's like the uh, Irish accent. Uh, Leo Shriver with yeah. the. But people pronouncing his name Lee Schreiber, yeah, or uh, Ralph Fiennes instead of Ray Fiennes. Yeah. yeah, like it's just fun watching people try and pronounce Social Roman's name. Yeah, and then you have to correct them, and they're like, "That's not how it's pronounced." I'm like, "No, because no, that, that is hardcore Irish." Just, yeah. yeah, when I heard I was working with her, I'm like, "Oh my god, uh, how do I pronounce this name?" And I sat there like looking at the call sheet, like, "What?" 
she's another very talented actress. She's 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 cute. She's talented. She's and she's surprisingly like she has a lot of movies under her belt that are Oscar nominated, and she's only like 25, 26. Yeah, she's yeah. really young. It's like holy crap. Yeah, yeah. It's she's really early in her career, and she has tons. Yeah, born ninety four. She has a lot of stuff she's, already. She's she's in that she's in that yeah. crop that. We'll call it the crop, the Jennifer Lawrence type crop with yeah. the young to me, she's actresses like, kicking kicking butt in yeah. award shows. She's like For slightly sure. above Jennifer Lawrence. Well, she's definitely Lawrence a better actress good. than Jennifer Lawrence. But Jennifer Lawrence has good moments, but I think Saoirse Ronan just consistently in everything she does just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, like to me, she she goes toe to toe with Margot Robbie in Mary Queen of Scots hmm. and The Seagull, uh, which is a movie I saw at the film festival last year. She was the standout, and she was barely in it. So I heard she did a fantastic job in Mary Queen of Scots. It was on my yeah. list to see, and I never got the a chance to see it all in theaters. Amazing. Um, then I love Lady Bird. It's a little overrated as far as like everyone saying, "Oh, it's amazing." I'm like it's good. It's not best movie ever made, good, but it's it's a great movie. Solid. Oh yeah, it's very solid. You'd hate it. It it is all awesome. high school. Oh, I'm not yeah. touching that then. That's a good movie. I, I <laughs> yeah. have seen. Lady I love Lady Bird. I usually try yeah. and make it a point to see the the big Oscar yeah, non movies. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I, more importantly, I really liked her. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, kind of like Brooklyn. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, but, but I, she was really good. I loved her. Her and like the whole romance with the guy. I'm like, that's actually a really well done story. So, but. Uh, yeah, everything she's been in, how I live now, even and like some of her smaller stuff. I try to catch everything that comes out just because, but she's always solid in everything she's ever in. I loved her in Grand Budapest Hotel with her yeah. screwy yeah. little birthmark and everything. Yeah. Yep. What was it shaped like? Like Florida or something? It was or? shaped like, like a state or a country <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. The USSR. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. It was like California or Florida or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, like everything everything with her is just... She brings a level of professionalism in someone so young. Like Atonement, she was like 13. And she got... And she like stood toe-to-toe with James McAvoy, who is one of those kind of... He's an actor that I think... Deserves a whole lot of recognition from me. Super movies. underrated. Yeah. He's getting there, though. He'll, I think, yeah. split. He's, sta- he's, he's starting to become that name where it's like if people's, people see yeah. he's in it, it's like, oh, that's going to be a good film. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's, she, Saoirse Ronan stood toe-to-toe with James McAvoy and Kira Knightley and was like the standout of that movie. And Which is saying something, because they're both excellent actors. And like Absolutely. the movie itself was just phenomenal. But... Yeah, she just blew me away in that movie, and and yeah, I've worked with her and um, send email back and forth once in a while. So, but she's great. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, on to me. Yep. My first pick is <laughs> someone a lot of people know. Not surprising. Chris Evans. Which okay. one? Is- oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's I... Thor. No, wait. I can get loving Chris Evans. Yeah. Because the thing is... He's America's ass. <laughs> now he's known for that, yeah. But he's actually got a very wide range of characters hey. he's played. Hey, man. Snowpiercer <laughs> is my jam. Snowpiercer. Let's not talk too much about Snowpiercer. 
I'm just going to warn you now. You know what, then? That's fine. We <laughs> but, can save that for later. But yeah, Snowpiercer's we'll one. But also, if you go back, he played a lot of, like, bad boys and jerk asses. One, really convincingly. Yeah. And two, just his act. I, Yeah, you see it, and it's like, oh, hey, that's Chris Evans. But after a certain point, after, like, five or so minutes with the character, it's no longer Chris Evans. It's whoever he's, he's actually playing. For sure. Like, the big one that comes to mind is... Actually, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, hey, it, you're laughing for a quick second. It's like, oh, hey, that's Chris Evans. But then it's like, man, this guy's good. But back then when you saw it, you were like, hey, that's Chris Evans. You were like, that guy looks familiar because he hadn't done Captain America. Yeah, yeah. yeah but another couple ones I think are... He, was, he had just done Captain America and then he did that or something? Like, the yeah, first one like was out. But yeah, it's like, uh, not another teen movie. Uh-huh. He's, the, he's the male lead in not another teen movie. I mean, you go back and watch it, it's like, What? Or another big one people think, Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. And he did, he was he a was, standout. He was, he, was the only thing, he was the only thing that redeemed those movies. He was the yeah. best part of them, period. Um, I really liked him in The Losers. Thank you, Jensen. Oh my God. He had so he had so much energy in that. So good. It is, he was, again, he was one of my That's favorite the characters. the movie I remember. Yeah, it's like, he was the best. Like, <laughs> come on, Legless Poosh, you're going to be Headless Jensen. Sounds like a pirate. <laughs> So he, he had some of the best lines in that movie, hands down. And it's as as like mediocre as that movie can be called. Mediocre. He is easily one of the best parts of it, and he yeah. is he is worth the price of admission alone. Especially the whole uh, journey sequence. I don't want to even say anything about it because it's a, it, it's worth what the watch. Period. Yeah, I so yeah, Chris yeah. Evans. He's got such a great range, and yeah, most people know him nowadays for Captain America. But if you go back in his filmography, he's got a lot of varied roles, right. and he shows his uh, his well, range. There are a lot of great actors in the MCU that people are going to remember them because of the, the the Marvel character they played. But that doesn't change the fact that Chris Evans has done a lot outside of being Captain America. Captain America is just that the icing on the cake of yeah. of a resume of actually really good stuff. Good stuff. I'll always remember him as both Jensen and. The the guy from Snowpiercer, whose name I can't recall off the top of my head, which really kind of shoots my Curtis. It almost shoots my point in the foot. But I, again, I don't really, I didn't really pay attention to too many names because you didn't need to in Snowpiercer. No, the, no. the important thing in Snowpiercer is definitely the plot and the action and yeah. so it's in, and that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I loved him in Puncture. It was one where he played a a lawyer that was like strung out going after a health food company. Hmm. He was great. He was the lawyer. Um, and then I absolutely loved him in Gifted with uh, yeah. Kevin Grace as his daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so good. And that showed like a level of maturity that you don't really get from a comic book movie. Uh, so. Interestingly enough, um, I look at Chris Evans as what Ryan Reynolds could be. That is not a bad way of describing it. I think Chris Evans yeah. is what Ryan Reynolds could be, and if you let himself, because not he's got that same kind of energy attitude, and he brings it to his characters where he's kind of cocky and kind of fun. But the difference is, he's not Chris Evans. Isn't Chris Evans in every movie? Chris Evans does. He yeah, knows like, when to. He knows when to quiet the hell up. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like Chris Evans was playing Ryan Reynolds back in like uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. And then he decided to be a better actor and became Captain America. Because I think Captain America is a much better acted role than a whole lot of people give him credit for. The yeah. first one, 
The first one, yeah, they're no earlier. Winter Soldier though. Oh my, Winter Soldier is still one of my Civil War. The elevator like, scene, yeah. Winter Soldier is still my there. favorite, one of my favorite Marvel movies. Period. Well, you have to remember too, like the first one is meant to be just that slight campiness yeah. because it is it's, the, it's the old material, yeah. yeah, and. And I'm perfectly fine yeah, with that. But absolutely. He didn't, he, I didn't feel, even Avengers didn't quite grow into it. It was Winter Soldier where it's like, no, no, Chris Evans is amazing. Oh, yeah. And Captain America is great character. For sure. Yeah, and I I still think his best acted scene is when, end of Civil War, when Tony asks, did you know? And it's the that moment. The Ooh. hesitation before he says yes. That whole scene, so much of that is just those. Those two are just the three of them too, because yeah. like you can see yeah, Bucky going, "Oh damn it!" Yeah, and that like, whole that I, whole I scene is just so well choreographed. I understand, so, Tony. Yeah, he's my friend. Yeah, so, so was, I. was I. Oh, like that whole scene. Is that just end bit so of Civil War brilliant. is just great. Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans showed that yeah. that that he could act while also being in a blockbuster. Action movie. And I haven't seen Dopey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my first one, Tom. <laughs> All right. So, my final for my love is uh, <laughs> Paul Bettany. Yeah. All right. Stick it in one. the MCU. Okay. Right. Uh, so, I first, like, recognized who this guy was when he played Jeffrey Chaucer in A Knight's Tale. That was my yeah. first introduction to him. Yep. <sighs> okay. And then... Shortly after that, I saw Beautiful Mind, um, which came out a year or that same year, uh, and I've just been loving him and everything I see him in. For what it's worth, Wimbledon is probably one of my favorite movies with him in it. I know it's a sappy, I barely remember that movie. Sappy it's, romance. It's a rom com or yeah. a romantic movie, comedy movie. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, he it's plays a uh, James McAvoy movie. James Mac? No, he's not in that. No. Um, it's Sam Neill and him and Kirsten Dunst and, uh, John Favreau. James McAvoy. Boom. Carl Cole. Brother. That's right. And then, uh, Nikolai, uh, Coster Waldo. There's a little Game of Thrones connection. Yep. We're getting back to those Game of Thrones people and those yep, MCU yep. people, you know. There's a big Venn diagram, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's all connected. For right sure, here. they don't actually match up. They're just all directly connected by by a movie or something. Right. I mean, six degrees of the MCU. Damn it! Exactly. That's what you can do nowadays. Uh, which also comes back to Priest, because guess who else yeah. was in that movie? Uh, <laughs> he's been all over the place. Yeah, Paul Bettany. I mean, he's literally been in tons he was in, of things. Uh, that you uh, would the Da Vinci Code. Yep, Da Vinci Code, Inkheart, like uh, Firewall. Uh, unfortunately, Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World. I love it. Was Master a fine movie. It's just kiss, three and a half bang, hours bang. long. It's boring. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Was he mostly in just Dragon? Production design. Not that I'm aware. Or am I confusing that with someone else? I could very well be confusing that with, so, with him with someone else. Yeah, I think you're confusing it with something else. Red, yeah, Red I mean, Dragon was Hannibal. No, no, I, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Fines, probably. Fines, yeah. I might be. Uh, yeah. I mean, that he was Dryden right. Voss and Solo. Uh, we all know him for his vision. Uh, and, he was, Jarvis. and Jarvis. Uh, he, he was, was in he Transcendence. Was yeah, once he got a body, it kind of lost something to me. Yeah. I, I can't disagree. It, it, it the, humor, the humor went away. One, oh, and yeah. two, I, 
I'm going to be one of those ones. I didn't care for the romance between Vision and Wanda. Oh, I loved it. I hated it. I, I love Vision's yeah. Cosby sweater. The yeah, magic that was Cosby great. sweater. <laughs> that was amazing. But yes. I, just, I just felt like I just felt like the romance came out of nowhere and didn't add anything. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, from what I understand, even though I didn't see it, was uh, Manhunt Unabomber. That TV series where he played Ted Kaczynski. I, from what I understand, he did an amazing job doing it. I saw it. a little bit of it. I didn't watch much. Um, so, I mean, like... Yeah, he's been in just a bunch of stuff, and even though he's only got what forty, he's a good actor. I enjoy his work. Eight credits as a t- as an actor to his name, and apparently he's directed one thing. He's like Carl Urban. Yeah. He's, he's in, in a bunch. bunch of stuff, but everything he does is pretty good. He's yeah. always the second place character. Always the second. He's always the lead. He's, and you he's, know what? That's not a bad thing. He and Carl Urban, modern day Paul Giamatti's. Um, or the younger <laughs> version of the Paul Giamatti. Wow. They're also hungry like the wolf in blue. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. Paul. He, Paul's red. Uh, from maroon. Yeah. But, no, I I, I mean, I he's Paul just. Urban? He can play serious, more on the more serious side. He can play definitely on the more comedic side. The Night's Tale comes to mind. For sure. And he's just that. enjoyable to watch. So that's my boy, Paul Bettany. Cool. Uh, I am sticking with not a lead role, people. With the exception, uh, no, no, he's literally never the lead role. Hugo Weaving. Uh, I love him. Oh, uh, look, and he's the king of the nerds, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he he's is. like the voice of uh, Elrond V. Uh, he was Red Skull. Agent Smith. Agent, Agent Smith. Smith. And he was also, he voiced, I don't remember which Transformer. It was it. Op- he was Megatron. He was Megatron. And he, and he, Transformers. Hated he also hated being Red Skull. He also wasn't a big fan of playing V and V for Vendetta. But anyway, that man can act. There's a reason I went to the theater to see Cloud Atlas. Yes. And it was because of Tom Hanks and Hugo Weaving. Um, it was great. I saw the movie six times in theaters. We're well. sorry for you. I saw it, I saw it once, once and I'm like, I'm good. I saw it twice in theaters. I love it. Um, yeah. I, I I legitimately really enjoyed the movie. But that being said, he's a he's an excellent actor. He's got that. He's got that very cold, direct. Uh, maybe this is just an old British Isles guy thing, but he's very distant. Alan Risk, Alan Rickman esque, where yeah. he's just kind of. This methodical kind of character who's not super emotional. I mean, he can be, but he's his range. But it it, it comes out in spurts. Again, he's another another one of those actors. He's in a ton of stuff. Uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Um, oh my god! He played Thaddeus Valentine in uh, Mortal Engines. Yeah, I didn't love Mortal <laughs> Engines, but I really liked him. <laughs> I love the production design in Mortal Engines. It was beautiful. It was good. Yeah. But it was... The writing wasn't good. Silly. Um, yeah. There is a movie that you should watch. It's from 1998, and it's called The Interview. Okay. Oh, it's wow. A duel between a suspected murderer and a detective pressed by the people who want results, but whose skin is really wanted. So. Does this movie star you are weaving in Carl Urban? No. It's oh, not. I was just like, oh, you said you like both this of This is guys. Hugo Weaving playing Eddie Rodney Fleming, the murderer, and Detective Sergeant John Steele, played by Tony Martin. It is the two of them for the entire movie sitting at a table. 
And that's the entire movie. And it's this absolutely fascinating character study. Interview slash interrogation? Of, yeah, it's an interrogation of him as a murder suspect. And I, that always, is I always thought it. to myself, if I ever made a movie, uh, which will never happen, right? Because I'm not a filmmaker. But if I ever made a movie, I would want Hugo Weaving to be in the movie. There's a few other people I'd want to be in the movie, Tom Waits. But I would want Hugo Weaving to be in the movie. I would I would give him money. No, that's definitely that's definitely a solid choice. Yeah, I love him. I can't sure. disagree. He's yeah. like not a big Oscar draw award winning actor, but which is weird actor. because all of his a lot of his roles have been very solid and and in big things. I wish we had more than two because I've got about fifteen others on the love and three others on the hate. I really wanted to do, but that's my second. All right then, Devin. All right, so my final one. Uh, I have mentioned him in passing, I think in like seven or eight of our episodes, um, just kind of like I've mentioned his name and then just kind of moved on to the rest of the movie. But it's an actor out of Korea called Kang Ho Song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to list off the movies that I've mentioned. One, he's in Bong Joon-ho's Parasite that just won the third place at Toronto International Film Festival. He is in A Taxi Driver. He plays the taxi driver. Uh, he is in the interview as a soldier watching the interview, which I think was hilarious when I saw it. Um, he's in Snowpiercer as the the Asian man. The, the crazy Asian guy. The, the daughter is actually, or the, the other one is actually the daughter from Host. He plays the main character in Host. He's also in a movie called Thirst, directed by, I believe, Chan Wook Park. Uh, he's in Good, Bad, and the Ugly as the Weird, or Good, the Bad, and the Weird as the Weird. Mm. Uh, he's in Host, Park, Park Gengu. He's in Lady or Lady Vengeance. He's in Memories of Murder, and he's in Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and he's in just a whole bunch of movies coming out of Korea that I've found, and every single time he's in a movie, Someone I just dies. absolutely love his character. Because he's always... A serious character that is not 100% serious. Like, he's always that comedic, not quite slapstick, but he's, like, running after somebody and falls and then turns and grabs the wrong person's arm or something. So he's never, like, his character is never the murderer. He's never, like, the buffoon, but he's always kind of in that middle. And it's... He's... By far one of my favorite actors. I love everything I've seen him in. I, I really... What was his oh. name again? I'm sorry. I've, I've literally yeah. never seen a movie with him in it. Except uh, Snowpiercer. He, he yeah, is one where... Okay. Someone's going to die to him. That's... Okay. No, not really. Usually it's the other people that do. Like Host, he's the, the distraught father that then spends the whole time trying to find the, the daughter. And uh, Snowpiercer, he's like... I guess what he was the one who cut a swath through people. In Snowpiercer? Yeah. No, he was always following. No, he was always like the... He was he the was guy the who opened the doors. Yeah, he was the one that opened the doors and all that. Wow, okay, then I'm thinking of something, something else. Yeah. I'm being yeah. racist as hell. <laughs> but... Because they all look the same. Oh, the guy who cut a swath through people was the deaf mute guy with the tattoos. You yeah. know what I could be mixing it up with? I could be mixing it up with the assassin guy from Raid. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, again, going to the whole, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> they are if you close your eyes. How could you, James? I'm, 
You monster. I'm Western. I'm not used to the facial differences in Eastern. They think all white people look the same. How's that not racist? Oh, man, it's Ethan Hawke. <laughs> you white, you've been athlete. Oh, boy. But yeah, every time I see Ken Song in a movie, he is... He's like the standout in every movie I see him in. And he's... He doesn't speak like, English. <laughs> not much. Uh, but like, good, the bad, and the weird... Uh, I love the guy who plays the bad. He's in a bunch of other movies I've seen. Where is he? Byung-hun Lee. The names in Korea are confusing to me, but Byung-hun Lee is in I Saw the Devil, Bittersweet Life, and Red 2 was Han. Wow. But, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, I know who you're yeah, talking about that's now. The, that's the guy who plays the bad, and then the good... The good's in a whole bunch of stuff, too. So, it's like... But, yeah, Korean films, I, I've always loved Korean films. And he is easily the standout of all Korean films I've ever seen. So, would you say he's like, quote unquote, he's, is he like the biggest actor? Is he like the Tom Cruise of Korea, so to speak? Or is he just quite, a very good Korean actor? To me, he's just one of the, like, I don't know enough about Korean cinema to know he's the big master actor, but he is definitely one that whenever he's in a movie, he, break, he like, because there was a point in time where, like, Till Schwieger was, like, the Tom Cruise of Germany. Yeah. He was, like, the most successful uh, actor. Yeah, you de- you definitely recognize him. But, yeah. Um, yeah but that's the joke. It's like, who? Exactly. But he was widely, in Germany, if you mentioned his name, and people would say who, they just assume you weren't from Germany. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was huge. It's kind of like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Somehow. Well, Hasselhoff is, is God damn. Hoff, Yeah. I don't know why. I never really liked Tesla. His People music performed for them. Yeah. And his music was enchanting. Yeah, Blind Guard was also big in there. They're I a lot saying, better. I love I love David Hasselhoff. Don't Hasselhoff, all right? Don't know how we got that that's my anyway. bad. We got a Hasselhoff from Korea. Yeah, I don't know why. But anyway. But yeah, I I'm really looking forward to Parasite. So I've I've heard it's his best acting role. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to see it. And I love Bong Joon-ho. I think he is just a vastly underrated director here in America. So. I need to watch. The, I need to watch his stuff. I really, I really. He has do. a really odd twist, like an odd balance between unbelievable horror comedy. and like com- <laughs> and comedy. And the two of those, wow! Uh, only Korean cinema I've ever seen it. It make that gap not seem forced that makes sense like some british films do it well like i think hot fuzz and all those did it well but stuff coming out of korea unbelievable films so mm. yeah that's mine yeah. king king ho song and i always forget his name which always annoys me <laughs> all right so last one of the episode i i'm gonna cheat a little <laughs> Someone has to. Hey, James, bend the rules, man. Because he has acted in films, I just never saw any of them. I'm going to talk about Jeffrey Donovan. Never said films. He just said actors. Yeah. Uh, Yep, and that's why it's kind of a bend. I'm so glad glad you cheated, because I love Jeffrey Donovan. The man can act so wonderfully. I... What brought... Donovan to my attention was the 
I can't remember what what it was on, but the the show Burn Notice. USA. It was USA. USA, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he played a burn spy in Miami. Yep. Trying to my figure name out. is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy. He used to be a spy. Oh my god, that intro was so it was it was part of my weekly life. It was you you were talking about watching like all those shows last week, like twenty four and the like. Yeah. This was that for me. This was that for my family. I rewatched the the entire series recently, and while I wish the last season didn't exist, I wish the last season didn't exist, and I wish Fiona were better handled because she either whines or is a hypocrite a hundred percent of the time. But it's still great. Damn, Donovan Donovan pulls it all together. And I had mentioned you watching Shut Eye because he's in that too. Even though you really don't get the closure. Yeah, he's got. You need to see. He's really good in that show. Yeah, he has been in a couple movies. Yeah, wasn't he in like Miss Congeniality? Why would that not surprise me? <laughs> uh, uh, no. He was in Hitch. Oh, okay. He was in some. He was in Hitch. Goofy uh, purpose. He was in Blair Witch Two. Yep, yep, I remember Hitch. that. And he's been in a couple like Changeling. He's in J. Edgar Sicario. Sicario Two. Yep. Extinct. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Yep. And then there's the one that's that I'm that's coming out this week, it was, that villains. I'm going to yeah. see villains. He I saw that he you mentioned he was in it when we we're doing the, the film festival stuff, and I thought, I need to see this movie in theaters. There's no question. Donovan's in there and he's playing a psycho. Or at least it, it seems like he's playing a psycho. Pretty much. And I just through burn notice through the fact that they had to do disguises, you saw the whole range of Donovan. And my God, the man doesn't look like he's acting. It looks like he is what he's portraying. Yeah, uh, part of the joy of his work on burn notice is understanding that a certain point into the show, he started. He was one of the became one of the producers. So he had a stake in the show's success. And he won. And it showed. It showed with the, his performance as... Because it started out pretty good, but as the seasons went on, he got better and better and better. And I loved watching the little fake personas he would put on. Because every single episode, you got to watch a slightly... It was like... Different. You got to watch him play two characters. Slightly different and that was crazy. Awesome. And that just realized helped you realize that, like, wow, Jeffrey Donovan has range. And the thing, what was what was great about that is that he's mentioned before in an interview that with Burn Notice, they didn't tell him how he was going to play it and a, how to play it, and he didn't tell him what he was going to do. So it's like, they gave him range, they gave him freedom to take that. And some of those were pretty damn crazy. It is funny, he has made comments about walking down the street and people saying, Michael Weston! And yeah. yeah, he... So when it, Actor gets recognized for their character more so than who they are. They probably got a pretty good job. Yeah, he, yeah, he will always him. be he will always be Michael Weston to me, and I need to go back and watch the movies with him because I've enjoyed hit I've enjoyed his acting so much. Oh, he was also in Fargo season two. Yep, that's right. That's the other TV show he was on. That's definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen season two. I saw season one. I haven't seen I haven't seen Fargo at all. But no, yeah, that's. He's great. I'm looking forward to villains. I know I'm going to love it because all the people involved is a small cast, but the names they have in there have all seemed to have given pretty consistent, very good showings. From I'm going to see it. I do want to see it again. It's one <laughs> of those that I want to see not after a day of five other movies. Might be. It'll either be 
Early Friday or Saturday. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll text you when I'm going to go see it. Cool. Well, I don't kind of breaking the rules. I'm glad you did it for Justin Thomas. Yeah, and again, it's the fact that uh, he has movies. I just ain't seen them. <laughs> Seeing as he would have been on my list if we'd had more. Yeah. So, that is it. Actors we love, actors we hated, and the reasons they're for. But that is wrapping up another episode of In the Can Podcast. And closing it out, I am James, along with Tom, Chris, Devin. <laughs> and, well, we hope you've enjoyed listening, and well, have a good week. Go watch movies. <laughs>